So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 136 for February 18th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reet Spruth, and joining me this week we have the regular Andrew Roe McFain. I'm the regular. You are the regular. And the returning uh, Nicole Nicolodis Robinson Carroll. Hey, what's up, bitches? And her baby. You're cursing, yeah, every, yeah, you're baby, cursing but, but, in front of your baby. <laughs> He's a fucking baby. He doesn't care. He's, well, he's a fetus. Actually, 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 at this, actually, at this point, yeah, he's a fetus. Yeah. But you know. So. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, my, my, my husband and I have joked already that that we're gonna be the parents whose whose teachers like call from school saying your kid was teaching all the other kids bad words. <laughs> Good. Good. I like I like those kids. Um. So anyway, <laughs> uh, of course, I'm your host Nathan Reen Spruth. Uh, Nick Lotus, what have you been doing for this last? Uh, I don't know, five months that you haven't been on the podcast. What games have you been playing? Well, let's see. Just just this week, um, I picked a little bit of Fallout Shelter back up. Let's see. I did I did finish this is if, if we're go if we're talking about historically, I finished I finally finished Persona Five, which was which was good stuff. It was ace. I mean, I need to play back through it a few more times to get a bunch of different endings because, you know, I, there are so many different romance routes and so many side quests and I just don't know if I have the strength to play through it again for a little while, but it was, it's really good. Let's see. Uh, picked back up on Dragon Age Inquisition a little while ago. But, but anyway, most recently, picked up Fallout Shelter again just you know to mess around with on my phone. Uh, and I've, I've picked Bloodborne back up. That's one of those games that I just... It's, it's small doses because too much rage at once is just, is just bad, a bad scene. Yeah, I uh, and I've not I've played it a little bit, but not very much. But I made some progress this week. I oh, uh, I just I just beat the uh, the one reborn, so that was exciting. I don't know what no, that I'm is. Fin- I presume it's a. Boss. I'm finally, I'm fi- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm finally getting. I'm finally getting my my blades of mercy upgraded and learning how to handle them right and amazing. <laughs> Good. But good. if any if any anyone who knows anybody who knows Bloodborne knows, you know, Elaine the Crow and her related weapons and all that stuff. Eileen the Crow, not Elaine. Eileen the Crow. Eileen. And and it's uh and, and then and then I've also been playing um Katawa Shoujo since around Christmas time and just kind of going through all the roots. It's a visual novel and it's kind of seen a bit of a resurgence in popularity since Doki Doki Literature Club has blown up. Yeah, which and, um, uh, which Aroa yeah. did a, a a playthrough of on YouTube. Yes, and and I and I actually well I I, I hesitate to say watched. I listened to it all. I didn't <laughs> watch all of it because I'm a huge fucking coward. <laughs> but I, I watched um, the first two episodes yeah. and I was like, "What is this? This is just him going to school and going into a poetry club." That's yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a really good intro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got an excellent intro, and I, and and it was, I I hate to spoil it, but I mean, this is the internet. How has it not been spoiled yet? I'll, I'll be vague about it, but the intro get lulls you into this into this wonderful sense of 
oh, this is going to be a cute, fun game. And then it just totally turns upside down at a certain point that, you know, if you know it, you know it. I'm not going to say it here, but. And everyone dies. I know. A huge, I it. It's a huge. Hu- anyway, yeah, it's huge bait and switch, basically. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's all the games you've been playing. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to Aroa. What games have you been playing? So, um, mainly been playing Dying Light because uh, I've been playing that co-op. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I I want to get um, Dragon Quest Builders, but I just can't spend the fifty dollars right now. I would like to be playing that. Is that is that because you bought a five hundred dollar graphics card? Partially. Oh okay. Um, I also last night. Decided to buy and play uh, Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2015. You know, I have that. <laughs> Somebody gifted that to awesome. me. So, like, the reason I did it was because uh, I've heard on multiple occasions that it's got more to it, and it does. Very much so. Does it? Uh, yes, to the point that... No one has legitimately gotten all the achievements yet. Oh. Even though it came out like almost three years ago now. Do you want to be the first wow. person to get all the achievements? Um, there are, th- there's a thread that's been ongoing since 2015 uh, that is made up of people trying to figure out how to actually finish the game, and no one's figured it out yet. I see. Do they have like uh, are all the achievements like question marks like you they don't tell you what to do? Um they they have names. Oh, okay. They're they're just incredibly vague. And uh also there are some people who use cheat software to get all the achievements. Uh but it's like 0.6% of people have actually done that. Um and the only thing anybody really knows is that they have to somehow find the real dad. Um, oh, because it's not your dad. Your that's creepy. Yeah, so it it turns out creepy uh, enough to shower with your dad. It's, it's, it's creepier to be like, this isn't my dad. I'm showering with. Yeah, well, that's kind of the thing. Is Call like, me daddy. Um, you're trying. You you find yeah. out through the course of the game that that one of the kids' real dad isn't the dad that they're paired up with. And there are other dads in the game that don't match up with any of the kids. And, like, there's just just a lot of really crazy shit going on that you wouldn't have thought would be happening. That's really weird, Aroa. Yeah, but then I... So what I I didn't know is that it's from the guy who made Frog Fractions, and that all makes sense to me now. What is Frog Fractions? Um, I would probably say it's one of the first, at least one of the first popular iterations of the whole Doki Doki bait and switch type thing. Oh, okay. Where it it starts out and it's, it's basically, it paints itself as an educational game that teaches you fractions. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then it turns into something completely different. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like a lot of very, very different things. I'm pretty sure it's free out there somewhere. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like if you've got if you've got an hour one day, like check out Frog Fractions because it's uh I, I would call it probably a modern day masterpiece. 
I see. I will uh, not do that. That's high praise, man. It's it. Yeah, it was it, like it definitely was, it was one of the first things that ever made me rethink what video games could do with the storyline. I see. Well, that's really weird. Aroa. Have you played anything else? Uh, uh, what was that? Dynasty Warriors. Else. Yeah, yeah, Dynasty Warriors. That was the other thing. Uh, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Why is it terrible? Uh, uh so basically, um, start out with you can't use a controller unless you start the game in Steam Big Picture mode, which I spent a very long time figuring that out. Um, and you also you 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 don't play a regular dynasty warriors game with 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 it like it doesn't it doesn't have the flow of a regular dynasty warriors game and some might say well of course it doesn't it's supposed to be open world but it's not really open an open world dynasty warriors game so much as it is it took a regular dynasty warriors map and they just stretched it across like a 10 mile map. So you just walk so, farther to kill people. Yes. Oh, okay. It's it's seriously like instead of instead of the map being made up of a series of quick skirmishes, it's a bunch of quick skirmishes that are separated by a good 3 to 5 minutes of walking or riding your horse or fast traveling. I see. Like it's it's a map it's a map that that is almost the size of Skyrim's map, but there's fucking nothing to do. Um, so there, there's and, nothing to do at all. Not not really. No. Oh. And they they have like like I I didn't play it for all that long because I just fucking couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah. But they're they're like these Ubisoft style watchtowers where you climb up the tower and then it does this this sweeping camera motion. Right. And it's fucking, it's fucking just sad, the, the sweeping camera animation, because it's it's literally as if you just held the right analog stick in one direction, and it just spun the camera around. That's nice. the animation. And meanwhile, nice. you get to see, like, elements in the in the background fading in and out because the draw distance isn't far enough to show everything. And you have a 1080. Yes, and, and I have everything set on maximum. And they still don't have good draw distance. No, like you oh. see mountains like fading in and out where the big dome of draw distance is cutting through them. It, it looks just plain silly. You know, <laughs> you know, they were able to get decent draw distance, not like on the the character, like the the enemies or anything, or the the like uh, shelters or anything, but in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, it at least had good draw distance for, like, the mountains and stuff. Yeah, even on the Wii U version. Yeah, you would just, like, you would run up and enemies would pop in, but you could still see the mountains. They were able to get yeah. that done with the Wii U and the Switch. <laughs> so the fact um, that you, they can't do that on a PC port that has a 1080, that doesn't make any sense to me. And it's it's like I get what they were trying to go for, and they just didn't know how to do it. They had this really ambitious idea of what if 
we took a Dynasty Warriors map and just made it really, really big so that it's this large, grandiose battle that, or more or less like the idea of you fighting in a real war. The, the problem is it just doesn't feel like that. It just feels like you're you're walking from one point to another or even like the game in like the third the third tutorial mission just goes fast travel there because it's going to take you way too long to walk there. So you and walked you just... there. No, no, oh. I was going to. Uh, and then I realized it was literally going to take me over 10 minutes to walk there. Ah. Um, so I, I fast traveled and you can fast travel to these arbitrary points on the map. Like they don't even really line up with anything that you've done. It just seems like they're there because the developers realized, oh, fuck, it takes way too long to get from point A to point B. Because they're like these camps and stuff, but they're not my army's camps. They're just like, here's some docks. You can you can fast travel here and you can fast travel to any of your officers, which that makes sense. But a lot of times none of your officers are there because you're moving way faster than your army is. Like it, it's just all of that is bad, and the combat is a joke. It's a straight up joke. There is nothing to it. Like you should get Kingdom and, Come Deliverance. No, <laughs> no. I've seen I've seen that combat. I don't even understand it. Uh, yeah. But Dynasty Warriors Nine's combat is that there is no strong attack button anymore because it used to be you'd have just a series of X and Y combos that would do various types of attacks. And, you know, yeah, it's pretty basic. In this one, it's literally X is your attack button. Y is the button for whenever you want to insta-kill the guy. It's your reaction button. And then you can hold right bumper to do special types of attacks but I haven't found any real reason to do anything other than the stun or the knock into the air attack. So, and the so, only reason the stun attack's good is because you do a spin and it hits a lot of guys at once and the knock in the air attack lets you hit them in the air and then juggle them and then you can insta-kill them. So did they make it into, like, Batman? Uh, so I think that's what they were going for because there is uh, there is sometimes a prompt while you're fighting to counter somebody's attack but it only works on one enemy at a time and it it has you do that so rarely that it's basically useless and it takes so long from the time that the prompt shows up for the enemy to attack that you're more likely to just attack them and cancel out their their attack then then it would be practical to just hit y like it wants you to and and like the the hit wide insta kill thing, like it's that's seriously what it is. I don't know really what triggers it for sure. It seems to be if they have anywhere from from half a health bar to one and a half health bars left, you just get a prompt to hit Y and you just instantly kill them, no matter who they are, even if they're like a named character, they just die. That's it. Oh. Okay. And you can and considering you can stun lock every single enemy, it kind of makes the combat completely useless. Like, there's there's no point. Oh, okay. 
Because like you, you shouldn't be able to kill Lu Bu during during the the battle of Hulao Gate. But Why not? you can. Because Lu Bu's supposed to be God. Oh <laughs> he's, he's supposed to be like the big bad motherfucker. And like in Dynasty Warriors 8, if you try to fight him, he eventually goes into a state where he's invincible and can insta kill you. Oh, like that's that happened good. to me. And, and in this one, you can just stun lock him and then he dies. That's it. Sweet. And also, all the English voice actors are gone. Um, I thought you were going to say they were, garbage. They are. That's the other thing. So they got rid of all of the English voice actors that they've had since, like, Dynasty Warriors 5. Um, and instead have replaced them with all of these supposedly non-union actors, and they're all terrible and don't fit with any of the characters. It's all just... I don't know what what happened. Why it's so bad. Yeah. But it's so bad. It makes huh. me really sad. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that Dynasty Warriors is terrible. The games I have been playing... What games have I been playing? Um, Last Guardian... Played a little bit of that last night with the intention of playing it until I beat it. But the problem was I got a phone call and um, that seemed way more exciting than playing The Last Guardian. Like talking okay. to anyone on the phone seemed more exciting than playing The Last Guardian. What you're saying is not a very uh, entertaining game? The fucking animal. I'm finally starting to get it so that like... I can get it to do what I want it to do. But sometimes I'll be like, okay, so if you do this, then I would be able to proceed. And the animal will just literally just lay down. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Just stop it. And so that's really annoying. And then I can't even remember the other games I played. I played a couple games on... Oh, 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 I know what games. Uh, Blood Bowl 2. Played some of that. Um, I like that game. It's silly, but it's fun. And I like playing the Skaven. Skaven, sorry. Because the Skaven can, like, when they level up, they can have the option to mutate and get, like, extra limbs and stuff. It's pretty neat. So they can get, like, extra legs so they run faster and then extra hands so that they have more of the ability to, like, catch the ball or something. It's pretty neat. Uh. And then I also played some Mutant Football League, which just released, which was originally a Sega Genesis game called Mutant League Football, I believe. And it's basically just a remake of that game with, you know, new graphics and all that. And it, it's fucking hard. It's really, really hard. And I did not win a single. I played four matches and I did not win a single match. So. Maybe I just don't get football, or maybe the game's really, really difficult. I think I'm going to go with really difficult because football is really easy to understand. Because throw a ball. You throw a ball, and sometimes you kick the ball, even <laughs> though it's called football. And then people get in riots, whether you win or lose. I think that's what happens, right? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Okay. I thought that was soccer. Well, no, because uh, when the Super Bowl happened... The, I want to say Eagles won, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah and, and there were riots in Philadelphia, even though they won. Yeah, they're like we. Yeah. Th- there's probably a guy with a sign that said, "If we lose, we riot," and another guy that's like, "If we win, we riot." Really, do it in any any case. They're gonna riot. So, let us move on to some stories and talk about Activision Blizzard, our favorite company, right, guys? (laughs) They're the best. Yeah. No. 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 But but I honestly, honestly, since since I stopped playing WoW, I haven't paid much attention to Blizzard, except that everybody talks, everybody be talking about Overwatch. Right, so Overwatch is pretty, actually pretty good. It's their only game that I really like. Um, it looks cool. I just haven't also, played it. They also, have, uh, they also did a really cool thing recently where they made the original StarCraft uh, 2, I believe. They made that... No, no, they re-released the original StarCraft uh, with new graphics and all that, and they made it $15. But they also updated the base version of the game that you know was released in the early 2000s or late 90s, whenever it was released. And they made it compatible with Windows 10. And they made that version of the game free. And those two games now work together, which is pretty good. So you can get the free version of the original StarCraft and download it and play with your friends who have the new version, which is pretty neat. Yeah, that's cool. So they do they occasionally do some pretty cool things. But they also do microtransactions, which are evil. And they do they do loot boxes in do they do loot boxes in WoW or is it just Overwatch? I think it's just Overwatch. I don't think they did loot boxes when I when I was playing WoW, but it's been a few years since I played they, WoW. They may have incorporated it. In any case, they also have like I remember one time they had Sparkle ponies quite a few years ago that you could buy. I think it was twenty five dollars to get Sparkle ponies. And I knew a family who spent $25, but the male, the, the husband and wife spent $25 a piece getting sparkle ponies. They had, I think, two or three children at the time, and they let their water get turned off and bought sparkle ponies instead. <laughs> yeah. How expensive could they be, for one thing, and... Well, the first thing is what, and the second thing is how expensive could they be? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I do know that yeah they they don't have loot boxes. They have, but they do have sort of microtransactions in terms of you can buy cosmetic items or or you can buy mounts as well. Yeah, cosmetic items. Uh, But I would uh, I would I would argue that mounts are not cosmetic items. I don't think they do anything that like other mounts of the same type don't do, though. I I know, but I wouldn't say that they're cosmetic. Um, you you because... get a mount so early on in the game, though. I I yeah yeah you can yeah you can get a mount with in game currency right, pretty right. pretty early on. Right, and I understand but... that, but I still wouldn't say they're. I would think cosmetic would be something like clothing that you would have on your character. Um, well, it's, and, and it's basically is... a skin for your mount. Yeah, it is what yeah. I'm saying though. Well, but you uh, might, but in, uh, anyway. In any in any case, uh, they cost like well over twenty dollars. Yes, you, well, you, I think it was twenty five. Your your mic cut out there. Okay, twenty five. All right. Yeah, I think it was twenty five. Yeah, something like. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was twenty five dollars for the sparkle ponies. 
I don't remember their names. Celestial Mount or something like that. Whatever they called it. Celestial Tiger or something like that. Yeah. And so or some, there's some different celestial things. I remember when the Game Grumps did a wow thing and and Ross spent all this money buying this fancy mount for everybody. And they were like, uh, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so in the latest financial results from Activision Blizzard, uh, it made a record seven point one six billion dollars of revenue across the entire fiscal year, which is pretty good, right? Four billion dollars of that amount come from in-game net bookings, which covers loot boxes, sales of DLC, and in-app purchases. So out of out of their seven billion dollars that they made, over half of that came from in-game purchases such as loot boxes, DLC, sparkle ponies, um, and stuff like that. Which is honestly, I bet that over half of that if not like over 75 percent of that was completely hearthstone and uh overwatch oh, loot boxes oh yeah they make hearthstone huh Probably. yeah hearthstone but, hearthstone makes so much money off of card packs i'm sure see and i've i've never spent money on um like those packs for hearthstone or the the loot boxes for overwatch however i do know people who every time they would come out with new skins would spend $100 in Overwatch trying to get loot boxes so that they could get enough gear for the specific character that they played. They Which, didn't care about- for one, they hmm? shouldn't have a specific character that they play. No. that's not how you're supposed to play the damn game. It's not. But for two, Jesus Christ, what? Stop. Why? Exactly. I do yeah. not understand. Um, I, mean, although, a... I mean, if it's if it's the one game that you play, who are we to say that they're dumb for doing it? They play a lot of games, though. It's not well, just that they're game. dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, have any either of you uh, participated in buying in-game purchases like this for Activision or any other I, company? Really, I not have really bought card packs. I think, but. Let's about- see. I've I've bought a couple of things in Fallout Shelter, but it was like, you know, maybe like $5 or something for I'm trying to think of what specifically. And and I'm presuming I'm presuming you bought the DLC for uh Overwatch or not Overwatch uh Horizon. Yes, yeah, I did. I did get we did get the expansion for for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, which is what you should do. You should always buy the expansion for Sony products. <laughs> Always. Yes. <laughs> You're DLC. a very good brand ambassador. <laughs> yes. DLC is very good if it's in Sony products. Um well, and, and and I have and let's see. I and, and I've bought and I've bought stuff in Pokemon Go before, like like Pokeballs or incubators, but not like a ridiculous amount of that either. I think I, I think I spent five dollars in Pokemon Go when I was running out of Pokeballs. I think that's what, what I did. Um, but I didn't try for anything more than that. And then there was, I don't even, I didn't buy any card packs though. Aroa has in Hearthstone, Hearthstone, however you say it. And I'm trying to think of anything else I might've bought DLC or downloadable content for. I did for a while subscribe to the old Republic after it became free to play. 
And so when you were when you were uh, a subscriber, you paid like ten or fifteen bucks a month, and they would give you a certain amount of currency for the in-game shop with that. So I did a I did buy a couple things from the in-game shop, but it was part of the subscription. I wasn't forking out additional money for that. I don't know. So that that's sounds about similar it. to how Lord of the Rings Online was for a little while. I think it probably still is that way. That's how yeah, uh, Elder I, I Scrolls played so long. I, I just haven't played in so long. I don't. I can't say for sure now. Elder Scrolls Online was uh, free. It was buy to play, right? It it it, it still is buy to play, but they also have a subscription fee that you can uh, pay, which gets you, I believe, all of the new expansions that come out. And also gives you an allowance every month, I want to say, of uh, free in-game currency. Free in-game currency? Ooh. Uh, like, well, you know, the, the premium currency. Yeah. I Browns, really, I think it's called. I really hate that. I, I'm getting more and more tired of it, is that they'll have two different currencies. They'll have one currency, like credits, in the Old Republic. They'll have... You know, you can earn all these credits, but then they'll have stuff that you can't buy with that currency because you have to get it on the cash shop. And it's like, come on, I play the game. I paid my due. Like, I paid money when the game came out for this game, and now you're punishing me because I'm not paying monthly. That's why even for all of World of Warcraft's faults, you can even pay for your subscription with in-game currency if you want to. Which is pretty cool, and I think they should, they should do that. I think most MMOs should do something similar to that. And uh, Eve Online does it as well, because that's how that's how you get the stories of like millions of dollars be, of real world money being destroyed in Eve Online because the coupons that let you continue your subscription are physical items in the game, and they have to be stored somewhere. So if somebody has this like capital ship that's full of subscription packs and the ship gets blown up, then all those credits just go away. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah, million like you'll get I've heard many stories where million they'll say millions of dollars of in like real life currency have gone away, which is amazing. I think that's a good good way to do it, which is exactly why I want Star Citizen to not allow you to buy your ships back. I want people who paid over $1,000 for their ships to not be able to get them back. Well, that's what insurance is for. That's true. You have to buy insurance with your your $1,000 ship, which is yep. ridiculous. I still want to play <laughs> that game. Anyway, let's move on. Who here plays Five Nights at Freddy's? Anybody? Uh, I've been tempted to play it, but I haven't yet. Uh, I mean, I've seen some. I've seen plenty of Let's Play videos of it. Uh, I've played a similar game, Tattletale. <laughs> oh, okay. I've never heard of that game. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? It's it's yeah, it's basically Five Nights at Furby's. Oh, yeah. Okay, that sounds awful. You're and a kid. Scary. You're a kid. You're a kid. You're a kid who gets a Tattletale, which is basically like a Furby ripoff. Well, this universe's version of the Furby, it's set like in the late 90s when the Furby came out. And the whole right. idea is you're this little kid and you sneak down into the basement and open your Christmas present early. And it's a tat- it's a baby talking tattletale. And yeah, it's this horror game and 
basically, yeah, you're you're carrying this little tattletale around, and Mama Tattletale is like chasing you around the house trying to kill you because you have her baby. I see. It's the basic premise. And so yeah, that's hence hence Five Nights at Furby's. That got wow. it got that moniker pretty quickly after it came out. Why don't you just give the the doll to the mama? That would because that it's would a video it? game. Oh, <laughs> exactly. And you and you're a little kid, and it's your Christmas present. <laughs> oh, hey, mom, can you buy me a new Christmas present? Uh, apparently, you bought me one where the mom wants to murder me. So I think <laughs> yeah. you owe me a little bit. But you can't. But but you can't tell your mom about that because you open your Christmas present early, like a bad kid. <laughs> oh, I I think she might understand. No. Yeah, but but actually, like even if even if you in this game, it's it's kind of weird. If you walk, even if you walk up to your mom's room and knock on the door, like nobody comes out. There's no, there's never a response. Like you know that supposedly your mother is there. There's a door in the house labeled "Mom's Room," but you don't ever see or hear her. Oh, she dies. There's a, uh, there's like this underlying narrative going on that uh, yeah, yeah, you can kind of piece together. Oh yeah, there's lots of theory videos out there. Prod Charles has has tons of of theory videos about about Tattletale. I see. So... Does Tattletale take place in Purgatory? <laughs> That's, That's just, just a, a theory. <laughs> Damn it! I was gonna do it. A game theory, and we got a sued. game theory. They have that trademark, so we're getting sued now. Please don't sue us, Matt Pat. Yeah, we like you. We think you're okay. You need to I stop. Don't. You need to stop making stupid videos, though. Sorry. <laughs> I think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've, we've been through this before. I like Matt Pat, and like his original videos were like, oh, that's interesting. And then it's I, like, I, as I do think it's... it takes talent to come up with ridiculous, inane bullshit, though. Yeah. So I mean, he's been like at at first it started off it would just like how high does Mario jump? Let's do the math, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then they started just going deeper and deeper off the deep end because Because it made money. It made money and they're running out of things to theorize about that <laughs> are normal. So they just have to keep going down that, that well until eventually it all blows up. Anyway, Five Nights at Freddy's is getting a movie. Finally. I mean yeah. it's some studio bought the rights a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be much longer on the movie because it was like last year. No, it was in 2016, I think. That here in Las Vegas, uh, the the Fright Dome at at Circus Circus on the Strip, they have you know they have this big haunted house attraction with like multiple different haunted houses set up in it every Halloween season. And in 2016, there was a Five Nights at Freddy's haunted house. That's amazing. That is that is really yeah. cool, actually. I, I don't even like Five Nights at Freddy's, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing is, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd even enjoy actually playing Five Nights at Freddy's, but the culture around it, the phenomenon, the the fandom, and everything, I just the, the community around it is what fascinates me. What about the book? You know, they released a book, right? It, I did uh, hear about that. It was really bad, from what I understand. Like really bad. It also doesn't line up, I don't think, with some of the stuff that the community has figured out from the games. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that part of it is uh, the guy tries to create like undertone, like he tries to lie to his audience, type of thing. Damn. And you talking about Scott Cawthon or 
the guy who who created Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe Scott. Yeah, uh, that's Scott Cawthon. Okay. Yeah, I think that he tries to deliberately mislead his his fans, and so that way when they come up with theories and stuff, it's kind of like they're figuring well, out a puzzle. There's some of that, but I think it. Uh, if I remember right, the book was originally a fan thing, like it was. It wasn't supposed to be canon, and it just kind of got the blessing of Scott Cawthon. So I don't know if it's actually supposed to be considered canon or not. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, okay. That's your reading for this week, boys and girls. Uh, read the Five Nights at Freddy's and leave comments. It's not going to happen. Anyway. What is it called? The behind the silver eyes or something like that? Something like that, yeah. So I was really hoping that the the fan game, um, the the one where you're playing as Scott Cawthon, uh, would be like the actual last Five Nights game. Um, oh, I see, I see. I can't remember what it's called anymore, but it was made in Unreal Engine and had like really clever mechanics and had full 3D movement and stuff. That's huh. neat. That is cool. So they uh they've got a director now for the movie. They they've been saying they were going to make a movie for a while, but they didn't have a director. They do have a director now. He is the director from the first two Harry Potter movies. Uh he also directed Home Alone and Pixels. So Uh-oh. Yeah, so, you know, good track record, good track... Oh, shit, he'd made Pixels. So it is, what, Chris Chris Columbus is now forging his way to uh, to making the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. And what do you guys think about this? I don't... Other than Home Alone, I don't particularly like any of those movies. So I don't know if it's going to be a good movie... Most likely, it will be okay. What do you What do you guys think? I mean, I like all the Harry Potter movies. The later ones were definitely better. Now, mm. is that because I don't know? Is that I mean, because I think that might be because? Yeah, I was Go gonna I was gonna ask if that was because the movies were directed by better people, the actors were getting older, or the the content in the movies was getting a bit darker. Like the first two movies are a bit whimsical but obviously geared towards kids while the the future movies were still geared towards kids but they had some darker uh tones to them from what i understand yeah well i don't know maybe maybe it's just that i I mean i don't i liked i like all the harry potter movies the first ones you know i can kind of look back on with nostalgia now which is nice and 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 baby rupert grant just makes me melt every time but but the uh i don't know maybe maybe it's not not that the older that the later movies were better. It's just that maybe they were more engaging and grossing because, like you said, the plots were getting more complex and and exciting. If that well, makes the, sense, the movies yeah. were maturing with the audience. I yeah, think but, was the idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which, which I I think is pretty neat. Even if I don't like Harry Potter, I think that's a neat idea that as as the people who are watching those movies get older, the the tone gets older and more mature with them. So next we're going to see Harry Potter in college and that's going to be riveting. So anyway, yeah, man, we already saw that. We already saw the time skip where Harry Potter has kids now. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen the movies. 
<laughs> I remember reading uh, about that whenever that happened, like in the books. Yeah. Where everyone was like, he just fucking, he did bookends, he has kids and shit. Uh, it's oh. like, yeah, well, don't read books then. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. but, but FNAF. FNAF, FNAF is a movie. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested. I like Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't like the games, like, for gameplay. You like the but, lore. Yeah, I really do. I, I've found myself very much engrossed in, like, the story that, that's been going on and all of the, the digging into shit. I, I love that. That's, that's why I like Shower With Your Dad simulator and all that. Like, uh-huh. I like it whenever a game has one layer and then if you're willing to dig into it, has way more going on in the underlying, like, environmental and visual storytelling. I see. I see. Well, that's yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat. But that's, that's, that's I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat there, where it's like I don't know if I'd ever want to actually play the Five Nights games myself because I hate jump scares. I really, really hate jump scares, and so I don't know what possessed me to play Tattletale in the first place. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings. Sometimes I'm curious and kind of tempted to try them, and then other times I'm like, why would I subject myself to that? But the oh. the lore and the in the in the story behind it is what interests me, and I was kind of tempted just to pick up its sister location because it seems like it has the most substance of of the bunch. And that's what I was gonna say is like sister location was a huge overhaul of the entire Five Nights concept, and yeah, they added in I, some extra mechanics too, like you're trapped inside one of the suits and you have to keep on. Well, every every night yeah. is a completely different game, basically, yeah. and none of them, uh, except for the bonus content, is like any other Five Nights game. Like it doesn't have the watch the cameras mechanic or anything. Yeah, and that's neat. And even uh, even uh, Pizzeria Simulator, the last game, uh, only or is it? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, even that like really changes things up in massive ways. Yes, I I have that game because it was free. Yeah, because Scott Cawthon is amazing. He's he's pretty neat. Yeah, except for and you like, know the as whole far as, thinking God well, made him do it type thing. Well, I was I was gonna say like even even as far as like openly Christian developers go, like he's just an amazing person. Like, yeah. Yeah, and he's not just making, uh, you know, Christian. That's what it's going to come down to. He's going to wrap it all into his Christian values in the last game. Well, that's kind of uh, Five Nights 4 or 3. 3. Five Nights 3, if you get the proper ending, like you're basically freeing the souls of the dead kids. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Uh, good. Yeah. Like, the, the, that... that yeah, you were supposed to. That was supposed to be the last game. Uh, <laughs> like it was very obvious to me that that was supposed to be the last game, and then he made four and, and then sister location, and then the RPG, and then well, the RPG. I don't think it was supposed to be canon anyway. I thought uh, it was. I don't FNAF know. World is, is FNAF World is fun as, as fun as the adorable sprites would suggest. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played it. I haven't watched anybody play it. I because... haven't I haven't played it, but it is free. Yeah, okay. well it was it's free because he released it and everyone was like, Good God, what did you do, Scott? 
And then he went, oh, you're right. What have I done? And well, then he, he took it off the market and did a bunch of stuff over and then re-released it for free. Well, he did release it uh, with minor bugs like not having item descriptions. Uh, yeah, and there was like no map function. Yeah, like it was uh, really bad. <laughs> I don't know what, like, I don't, he should have maybe worked on it a bit more. Put on, put in, you know, normal content that you would expect in an RPG, maybe. I don't know. So, that's neat. We have Chris Columbus, the director of Harry Potter, Home Alone, and Pixels, to direct Five Nights at Freddy's, which should be out um, sometime in the next 14 years or something like that. <laughs> Actually, with the Five Nights and uh, Five Nights at Freddy's like craze that's still going on right now. They'll probably want to release it as soon as possible. Yeah, they really want to get it out quick. Around Halloween, yeah. it, ideally. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if, not, if they if, can, if not this year, then next year. The cool part, I hope, is that uh, they'll be able to just use Scott's 3D models for all the CGI. I'd that'd like that. Be, that'd be pretty neat. Or use actual pup like animatronics oh man if they could use an actual if they if they made actual animatronic yeah characters that would be awesome like if they worked with like if they worked with henson's creature shop or something that would be amazing. oh that would be oh <laughs> don't you can't do that in the theater aroa they kick you out for that oh. look at look at what they did at Pee to Wee herman which by the way even when i was a kid when i heard that happened to Wee herman like i heard the story that Pee Wee Herman had gone into an adult video theater and then was caught masturbating and got in trouble for masturbating in public. And I was, even as a kid, I was like, isn't that what you're supposed to do in adult movie theaters? Like, yeah, I don't believe you pay for the private booth, man. Oh, okay. You have to pay for that. <laughs> um, okay. So let's move on. Let's talk about some less uh, Five Nights at Freddy's things. Google has had their own ad blocking thing come to to chrome that's ironic yeah uh the ads are i guess what are considered bad ads so only like one percent oh, so non-google ones yeah exactly so only like one percent of websites are affected by this and it's ads that they have a little graphic here it says um on the desktop it's pop-up ads uh potential ads with a countdown or um, I can't read that word because it's small. Anyway, basically ads with a uh, countdown. So like they take up the whole screen and then have like a, you know, 10, 9, 8. Um, autoplay video ads with sound. And then it says hmm. outstream. And then it says large sticky ads. Now is that going to, is this all, is, I'm guessing all this stuff is not going to apply to YouTube. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Um. And then on the mobile side, they will block pop-up ads, um, those ads with countdowns, autoplay video ads with sound, uh, more full-page full ads, uh, density greater than 30%. So if your website has over 30% ads on your homepage, Ooh. they will block those ads. That'll nice. be nice for all the sites that have like this this big block of outbrain ads. Yeah. That are all just like 
like doctors hate him for what he did with this uh, papaya. Yeah, or or play this sexy MMO. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Ebony Online. Everyone play that game. It's awesome. <laughs> um, they flashing animated ads. They will also they will also block flashing animated ads with uh, which you know I haven't seen in a long time, but I always remember them being like in the nineties, just like hey, click this, and it's awful. So they'll yeah. they'll get rid of those. They'll get rid of the large sticky ads, which are ads just on the bottom of the page, and then full screen scroll over ads. So yeah. so I've seen actual like legit news sites like Forbes use this in mobile, where you'll scroll down and you'll read like the first paragraph of a story, and then you have to scroll past this giant full screen scroll over ad before you can get to read the rest of the story. And it's always for like best buy or something like that. Yeah. It's terrible. So those are the ads that they are going to block automatically in Chrome. And so obviously sites like YouTube aren't going to have this problem because YouTube is owned by Google, but you can also pair this with ad block um, like uBlock Origin, and because I've seen some of these ads not be blocked by uBlock, and hopefully they will be blocked by the Chrome browser. So if you pair them together, they might be able to filter out all of the ads that you don't want to see. I'm curious how it'll do some of that stuff because, like, how's it gonna know that an ad is like animated and blinking? Is it gonna look at like the contents of a GIF or something? They probably and, just have a database just like uBlock does. Ah, uh, that could be, yeah. Yeah, where they're just like, oh, this particular ad, and then once it gets reported enough times, they'll add that to the database again. I just hope that it doesn't bloat Chrome even more than it already is. Uh, You know it will. Yeah. So, yeah, Um, what do you guys That's think about this? I use Firefox. Do you, think, do you think this is a good thing, bad thing? Good, bad? Yeah. The the problem I have with it is that it sets a precedent for Chrome to be a, even more of the gatekeepers of what the internet is allowed to be. Yeah, but again, as you mentioned, you alluded to earlier, you don't have to use Chrome. Yeah. Firefox Firefox is a viable alternative. Yeah, uh, it's the best alternative. Some people. Yeah, I use Firefox. Yeah, some people use Internet Explorer. Some people Why? are dumb. Some people use uh, Microsoft Edge. Those people are even... I don't even know what's wrong what with that. What is Microsoft Edge? <laughs> uh, oh, really? <laughs> you, I've, you, I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but so little that I didn't think it was it, even a thing anymore. <laughs> so Microsoft Edge is Internet Explorer. Okay, it's, well it's then... It's not. It's not, but it is. So when... They released Windows 10. They wanted to make a new web browser that didn't have all of the legacy stuff included on it because that's the real problem that made Internet Explorer slow was that it had to go all the way back to, you know, Internet Explorer 5 or 6 with compatibility because yeah. a lot of businesses use the compatibility with Internet Explorer. And instead of updating their their business site, they just kept using Internet Explorer. And so Internet Explorer kept having to release compatibility 
for those older systems, which made Internet Explorer bloated and slow. So what they did was when they came out with Windows 10, they came out with Microsoft Edge as their new fancy web browser that didn't have all that compatibility, but you can still access Internet Explorer in Windows 10 if you type in Internet Explorer in the search box. So oh, I see. That's, Basically, that's it's IE13. Yes. However, Internet Explorer, I hate Internet Explorer. <laughs> and they had to they had to keep it with an E name. So they had to call it Microsoft Edge. The reason they had to keep it with the E name is because if old people launch up Windows 10, they'll look at it and be like, "Where's the internet?" Yes, that that is actually exactly what, that, what, what that, it was. Yes, that is exactly what happened. Well, that's so. kind of an ageist attitude. Uh, it's true, <laughs> though. It's, it's not just old people. It's just that... <sighs> it's just people who don't know how if to use If you work computers. at Help Desk, you find out that 80% of people who use computers don't actually know anything about what they're looking at. Yeah. And they they click on the colors that match the things that they think should be right and that's all the thinking that they do. Yeah. But and I mean like in the in the age of Google you can look up anything you don't know. It's They not, don't know how they, to do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> um no, Nick, these people are useless. Nick, I I worked at a place that I had to go out there and I was like, "Okay, so click on this this icon." And um, the guy's like, right or left click. <laughs> so okay, so so that's that's a simple enough answer to give that person. Yes, through trial and error, he would have figured it out on his own eventually, right? You, you say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have too much faith in humanity. We need to beat that out of you. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it takes a lot of work to do anything too catastrophic, like delete your OS or something. There are people who somehow manage to associate every file type with Adobe Reader. I every don't know file. how they do it, but they do it. And, and then they they're go, like, I, I try to my... open this Word document and it keeps opening Adobe. Uh, <laughs> Adobe. Okay, so PDF Reader, it's opening. You're sure it's a Word document? Yeah, it was a Word document. Now it says Adobe. <laughs> okay. And yeah, they just somehow managed to associate it with Adobe Reader. And it's always see, Adobe that's... Reader. <laughs> well, well, see, that's why if I am not 100% sure how to do something, I will look it up or ask somebody because I don't want to be one of those people that that does something ridiculous. <laughs> and then and then you're mentioned on the Written Entertainment podcast. Exactly. I don't need that kind of shame in my life. Exactly. So let's talk about some... Uh... <laughs> Some deranged fans. I don't have any of these because I don't have any fans. However, apparently some people Same. do. I know. I am lame. Thanks. Thanks for calling me out on that. I said. I said. I said. I said same, not oh. lame. <laughs> I was commiserating with you. Oh, okay. So there was a deranged fan. According to the top, it says a deranged fan targeted YouTube personalities Gavin Free and Meg Turney at their home. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, there was a guy named Christopher Giles. Giles? Giles. Probably Giles. Yeah. Was the name of the perpetrator and his intent, as gathered from evidence on his phone, was to kill Free, which was Gavin Free. One of the many messages recovered stated, I want Gavin Free to die alone with no children. 
Uh, Giles had become enamored with Turney after watching uh, various vlogs of hers. When police had arrived at the scene, the man was backing out of the driveway where he was told to stop. A gunshot was heard from inside the car, and police returned fire. Um, So basically, this guy showed up at their house. He was obsessed with Meg Turney, which is the, the female of the group, I would imagine. And wanted her boyfriend husband thing to die and then ended up not being able to do it and killed himself so he was either killed by police or he killed himself either either way i guess that's one way to do it yeah uh both victims recall hearing a gunshot and glass shattering around 3 40 a.m while they were sleeping they didn't then took to hiding and waited for police to arrive uh Giles searched their home and couldn't find the victim, so he decided to leave. Security footage from the house shows Giles carrying a forty-five caliber firearm. Free and Turney are most famous for their roles at Rooster Teeth Productions, where they worked on oh. various shows oh, okay. over the last de- decade. Most, uh, you know, Wait. Red vs. Blue. Um, and then Turney was prominent for The No, a show about current events, current events, and pop culture. No way. No way. What? What? Oh shit. I didn't realize that's who that was. Is that who is that who played um the female? I don't know. I don't remember female and uh Oh I have seen Luke. I've seen Gavin before. Oh, is... have you? Yeah. Huh. So So I, I watch Funhouse a lot, which is the they're owned by Rooster Teeth. So oh. like Thankfully, no one was injured other than the guy who was trying to kill them. Well, yeah, good riddance. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I hate to be to to say that because it is a human life, but uh, he did. Oh, she was she's in Ruby too. That's cool. I don't know what that is. It's a it's, ro- uh, it's another Rooster Teeth show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it was like the the big thing of. The one guy, do you remember the one guy who, like, with Rooster Teeth who died a while back? No. Oh, well, that was his big last thing. Like, that was the thing he always wanted to make. What? And then what he happened? got to put it, he, like, had cancer or something. Oh. Well, that sucks. But yeah, they, they did this, like, big presentation uh, after he died. Uh, and yeah, but it, yeah, his uh, his legacy lives on with supposedly a pretty good action uh cg anime i haven't watched any yeah. of it oh i think it's really good i mean the uh they just i think they're they're on a season break right now but the 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 ser- the episodes are pretty short you know because i guess it's it's a lot of work to do this this t- that type of animation so it's little bite-sized episodes you're not going to get you know tired of watching it in the middle of an episode because i think the longest is maybe like 15 20 minutes Oh, so I mean, they're they're very digestible, and it's and it's a good, it's a pretty good series. Yeah, you I, highly, I, I recommend it. You highly underrate uh, Aroa's attention deficit disorder. Hey, I I can watch I can watch the short form anime like that pretty easily. Oh, okay. Especially if it's if it's got interesting, like because I I feel like one of the animators is uh, the guy who made the uh, Samus versus Master Chief animation from years and years ago and that was impressive as hell back then yeah 
And so the moral of the story for this, for me, is don't become obsessed with YouTubers. That's well, or, it's, or people. it's also just a warning sign. Yeah, famous. For, uh, if you want to be famous, like you got to live with this this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's possible that it will happen if if you become a famous YouTuber or celebrity in general. How many times has this happened to like Brad Pitt or um, I don't know other famous people? That Jennifer I can't Lawrence. Remember. And something something could have been dead uh, by now. If yeah. not for uh, the guy uh, just getting unlucky, more or less. There was a <laughs> there was a story of a girl or a guy in Japan who like he kept going out and like finding some of his food missing and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. And we talked like, about that. Yeah, yeah. And this he put cameras in his house. Because he's like, I don't know why my food and just random stuff goes missing. And so he was watching recordings and he saw that there was a girl who was just living in his cupboards. And when Dude. he would like go to work, she would like crawl out and like grab food and then go hide back in the cupboards. And as he was watching it, she was in the cupboard behind him. He gets something out of a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying, yeah. It was like, it was kind of creepy, but on the other hand, it's like, okay, she kind of wanted a place to live, I guess. And she wasn't really hurting anything, I guess, just taking some of his food. So, eh. But this, don't don't stalk people, please. Stop stalking people. Yeah, seriously, don't. That's weird. Like, do you guys, Do you guys know about the Bjork guy? No. No. He um he made an acid bomb and uh sent it to her and he made videos cataloging all of his plans for how like she was gonna get the acid bomb at the same time that he killed himself and so that way they would die at the same time and be able to go into the afterlife together. Um and he, wow. he got it all on video. Like there's a video of him shooting himself out on the internet. Wow. Yeah, it was really fucked up, and the only and reason, the only reason that uh, it that the the bomb got stopped was because somebody heard the gunshot, and uh, then cops went in, found the the video cassette, watched it, and then went, "Holy fuck!" And then uh, yeah, the package got intercepted before it could get to Bjork. Well, apparently his timing was incorrect. Yeah, so it was very off because he was delusional. But yeah, poor sick yeah. bastard. And it, um, yeah, he demonstrated the acid bomb too. Like there would have been no way for her to to know what was going to happen because, like, you open the package and it just shot acid at your face, and he showed it like dissolving part of his wall. Wow! Horrifying. <laughs> wow! People are crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't stalk people. Don't send acid bombs, apparently. And also, don't film people who just committed suicide. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah don't, don't do that. Um, that makes you Logan Paul. And I think we can all agree that if you do that, and if you film, some, film somebody who just committed suicide, uh, without, you know, it being a documentary or, you know, approved or staged, then you probably should be banned from YouTube. I would imagine. 
not according to uh, the CEO of YouTube, though. And oh. Yeah. Yeah, it says... Um, what I'm trying to find the quote. This is what the CEO CEO of YouTube says. He hasn't done anything that would cause those three strikes. We can't just be pulling people off our platform. They need to violate a policy. We need to have consistent rules. Um. So, I mean, so I I, I feel like most platforms have special circumstances. Well, and also. Um, it says not to film anything illegal, right? On the YouTube. Yeah. And he has done, he has deliberately filmed things that are illegal, like stealing stuff. Yeah. So you would think that would, so that would be at least one strike right there. Yeah. I would imagine filming a dead body would be against the rules. And if they're not against the rules, they should add that rule in and give him a strike um, after retroactively. The yeah, retroactively. There we go. Yeah, because because he's setting the precedent, right? Yeah, it says. Yeah, I mean, he, really. Mm-hmm. It says YouTube under operates under a three strike system. Uh, YouTube's community guidelines state that if a creator receives three community guideline strikes within a three month period, their account will be removed. If a creator receives two community strikes against their channel in three months, they won't be able to post any new content for two weeks. There have been some instances where channels have been removed entirely, regardless of the three-month stipulation. YouTube yeah, reportedly that's what re- I was going to yeah. say. Uh, YouTube it's, reportedly removed many harmful accounts targeted at children in late 2017. But for the most part, uh, she pointed... I can't say her name. Would Would... What's something? Uh, she pointed out that the community guidelines as law for the company. Uh, what you think is, she also says, what you think is tasteless and not necessarily what someone would else would think is tasteless. So mm-hmm. what she's saying, I don't know if you can read between the lines. It says <laughs> he makes us a lot of money. Yeah, and that's it. But there are so many. If it, it, it seems like there are so many other successful content creators on YouTube who follow the rules and i I just i don't get it there's also they don't make a lot of money yeah that's true there's also a lot of not successful content creators like the three of us who tend to follow the rules except for we curse a lot but fuck it well i mean well well, cursing is not against the rules we just might not get all all the ad revenue we're not gonna get any ad revenue not that that stops markiplier from being like the biggest youtube star in the world that's true and and sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but and uh, February twentieth, so two two days two from more now, days. we are going to lose all of our ad revenue anyway. So that that two dollars a month, I'll finally Ooh. get that money. Are they actually giving it to you? Are they paying yes, out? They, yes, they they will pay out your AdSense account. How much uh, money are they paying you? Wait a minute, is there a threshold? Is there a threshold for that though? No, no, no not for this. Uh, this is under this this whole thing. They're going to give you whatever is in there, and then they're just going to cut you off. Oh, nice! I didn't think I was ever going to see any YouTube money because I knew I was never going to get that one hundred dollar threshold for a yeah. payout. Yeah, so, I'm so, going to finally get that sixty five dollars. That's not yeah, bad. I think I have like fifty. So yay! <laughs> yeah, 
Nick Lotus is going to be, she's going to be like, yes, and I don't know, buy, buy pizza or something for Reeton. Baby Reeton. <laughs> um, I'm saying, it's He's a good name He's not going to be named that. <laughs> Damn it. One day. Uh, <laughs> it says that, you, you know, I actually called my nephew Reeton when, when he was born, and my sister got so mad at me. And one time she's she's got mad at my nephew and she's like, Reeton, god damn it, Nathan. <laughs> uh, a YouTube representative told Polygon that a few people who watch Paul's videos did see ads. Though YouTube hasn't returned monetization privileges to a channel, the videos that featured ads coincided with the company's advertising guidelines, YouTube's full statement, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the company did not confirm how many community guideline strikes Paul has received at this time. So it, it doesn't even matter. So because he's he not, he's not going to be kicked off until they can they they decide that he's too much of a risk to be worth the trouble. Yeah, but that's what it's going to come down to. What 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 I don't get is that like PewDiePie got way worse way worse consequences than than Logan Paul has gotten, and it seems like. It seems like Logan Paul's done way worse, and he's gotten a slap on the wrist compared to how PewDiePie has basically just been like excommunicated from from the YouTube ivory towers. Well, it's and, because Fox didn't report on Logan Paul. Oh, and and, and to, they, to be and fair, I don't know if Fox ever did anything on PewDiePie, but it, it's mainstream media. Once mainstream media gets involved, then things get done. Well, and I mean, I hate to side with PewDiePie, but. He he made tasteless jokes, um, like you know, the Nazi. I, stuff. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, some of the stuff he said and did was in definitely in poor taste. It was it was offensive, and he shouldn't have done it. But it's also, not going. It's not going into a forest and filming a dead person. Okay, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Still swinging from a tree. And that's that's the the thing is like. As much as he's as PewDiePie has had a terrible reputation for a, a long time, he really kind of tried to get away from from that catering to children and and like twelve year olds angle. Uh, and I hate to even insult children by putting it that way. Appealing to the <laughs> lowest common denominator is how I would yeah. put it. And yeah, it, but it was it was like because his older content was the. The trite, like, ah, I'm playing an amnesia mod, blah, 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 fuck, cock, gay. And, like, that was it. (laughs) Yeah. As more recently, like, he's just kind of been doing whatever he feels like doing and playing, you know, games that he wants to play. And while I don't particularly enjoy his content because I just don't like that kind of content, it wasn't offensive to me by any means. Not like the old shit. Yeah. Not like the the fucking like Markiplier's old content. That was just like, you know, fifteen minutes at a time of screaming obscenities. Yes, yes, exactly yeah. that. What gonna... what everyone thought YouTube was, basically. What what yeah. YouTube was at the time, yes. Yeah. So yeah, Logan Paul should be kicked from YouTube, but he's not going to be because he makes money. That's pretty much it. He brings revenue Basically. to the platform. Uh, there was one last thing we want to talk about really quick uh, because we are already at the one hour and ten minute mark. Uh, yeah, I'm hungry. 
Yeah, Aroa, what's this uh, uh, Cicada 3301? Okay. So this... Hold on. There we go. Okay, so this is just going to be real quick because there's really not a lot more info on this entire thing than and what's in this e Wikipedia and, article. And Aroa has to eat in Hot Pocket. Well, no, it's it's also because I, I want to order Papa John's. But um, this... Now that Papa I is not there anymore. Yes, that's, that's seriously my reasoning. Is that Papa's Yay. gone? Now it's time to get get back to the the Papa John's. Uh, but I've discovered this organization known as Cicada Thirty Three Hundred One, and it is seriously something out of like a movie, but it's real. And what they do is they put out puzzles and like alternate reality game type stuff with these extremely cryptic clues and and prompts and things trying to get people to solve these puzzles and then that's it no one knows hmm. what happens if you solve the puzzle because no one who's done it has said anything about it and they never give any more details on it and it's not like like in most alternate reality game type stuff it usually comes about that somebody can can find out who's behind it, like or, or like what company is running it or something like that. There's nothing. They just they just put these things out and they're always from the same group because they're signed with the same PGP signature, which is just a cryptographic signature that basically it's it's mathematically impossible, more or less, or at least infeasible to spoof that that signature. Oh, so it. Like, there's there's no way that it's from any other group, but they've only put out, like, what is it, like, six, I think, of these puzzles? And that's it. Like, and they, they have some other communications with that, that are kind of implying that, it, and there's a subsection where there, there are claims that it might be a cult of some kind. Oh, um, nice. Because they have a book called uh, Libra Primus, that talks about like the the core belief system that they have uh that, that talks about a lot of like pseudo spiritualism and shit like that like it's so crazy that like this just exists there's just some group of people or or a person or something that are putting out these these things and no one knows if it's like some kind of recruitment program for like the NSA or something you should or, do or I, I'm probably, should, I'm not that smart. Like, you should solve the puzzle. Do it. I, I like cryptography and steganography, but I'm just not that good. Oh, okay. But, yeah, like, and, and even in, in here, like, throughout the testing, there have been clues that require people to travel to places to get the next clue, and they're, like, all over the fucking place in the United States, and sometimes in, like, other countries. And so you need to do it and then learn how to travel, apparently. It's ah, it's so crazy. It's, uh, I, I, it's weird, I just want people to know about this because it's fucking, like, and what's, how? What's that called again? It's called Cicada 3301. Oh. And what, there's something in here that says, uh, Cicada, I thought I said, saw another one that was 
No, it says, according to statements made by winners of the 2012 puzzle, 3301 typically uses non-puzzle-based recruiting methods, but created the puzzles because they were looking for potential members with uh, cryptography and computer security skills. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> Who are these people? What are they? I don't know. Obviously. It's really, it's really crazy. Okay. I will yeah. believe you. It is crazy and probably all made up. But it's, it's not. It's all made it's up, Aroa. It's all right up. It's, it's real. How the is Illuminati, it real thing? The, the Illuminati doesn't exist. It, it's the closest thing to a real Illuminati I've ever seen. So that's our show for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. And thank you for being here again, Nick Lotus, after, what, a five or six month period of not being here? It, it's been a little while, but thanks for, thanks for having me back. And maybe yeah. I'll, I'll, try to be, I'll try to be more of a regular person, a fixture here going forward. Uh, yeah, well, we don't expect you to be here every week because you do have, like, an alien inside of you. <laughs> it's, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm about, like, 99% sure it's human. I don't know. Have you seen babies? They all look like aliens. Yeah, but eventually they grow out of that weirdness and become little people. So oh, that's fun to look forward to. That's true. And I've seen <coughs> you're, you're you're pretty short, so I'm presuming it's gonna remain little. So I'm not short. I'm five. I'm not that short. I'm five six. Oh, okay. So, uh, and that's due in June. He is due in July. July seventeenth is the actual date, but. I don't expect it to be that precise, but yeah, it can, he's it can, July. It can vary, yeah. My yeah. sister happened to have her child like on the day that they said it was that he was. They're like, oh yeah, it's between. Huh. Uh, I think it was March eighth, and then like three weeks later, anytime within this three weeks span, it was March eighth on the dot. Just don't wow. make it on July fourteenth because that'll be weird. Is that on your what? birthday? No, that, that's um, that's my wife's birthday, July fourteenth. Oh, okay. and then, and if that happens, you have to name the son Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how it goes. Uh, have you decided on a name yet? I have to ask I'm, all the, I'm, the base questions that everyone asks. Yeah, but I didn't hear what, I didn't hear what you said. You, you, cut, you cut out. I don't know if it's my internet connection or what, but what now? I was asking if you decided on a name yet besides Reeton. We have, well, like I said, we, we made a list. We uh, it, and Reeton is not included. I'm sorry to disappoint Damn you it. again, but you know it's a good we, middle we, name we, too. We, we have a list. We've got it narrowed down, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we've still got a couple that we're that we're playing or that we're playing with, and we have it finalized. And we've all and and I think at least I, I don't I don't think my husband's going to be opposed to this. I I think I'd rather just wait until he's born to announce his name because I don't want every I don't want to I just don't want the peanut galleries opinion on the name we picked. It's and it's bad. rude and it's rude <laughs> to say and it's rude to say anything after it's born and named. So um have you met us? No, I know you guys are Oh, rude. okay. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with with mass rudeness. <laughs> I see. I was almost named Larry until uh, my mom decided she did not like that name, and so they named me Nathan. What was so. it? Was it was that was Larry as a standalone name, or was it something like Lawrence, and it would be shortened to Larry? Nope, just Larry. So, um, 
it's a funny, funny fact. They didn't know about me until a week before I was born. Yeah, you mentioned that to me before. And because, so, yeah, and because, because you because because you because you were hidden behind your your twin sister for a while. Exactly. So I was hidden behind my twin sister, and then they didn't know if we were male, female, 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 male, male. They they didn't know. Yeah. But man, uh, for the longest time. My uh, my brother, who was four years old at this time, kept telling my mom that they were going to have twins. It was going to be a boy and a girl. And he wanted to name us. There was a girl that he had a crush on who was, I believe, a teenager at the time. And her name was Shanine. And so he named my sister. They allowed him to name my sister based off of her. And then he wanted to name me based off of big shanine's boyfriend at the time who was named larry <laughs> so i was almost named larry That's until my cute. mom my mom vetoed the name so well, you know her uterus her decision right apparently Ultimately. yes yes that's how it goes so anyway i will talk to you both of you uh or one of you or neither of you next week all right later take care bye oh bye. I, didn't, I, I never asked where we can find you guys yeah, that's true. Twitter. Okay, uh, Nick Lotus. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have. I have successfully, I believe, rebranded all of my presences on the internet. So, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. I'm Nick Lotus on all of those. Oh, you you moved from Nick Lotus Plays? No, I mean no. I still have the same channel. I just changed the display name to just Nick Lotus. Okay. It's still, the, but it's still the same channel. And I'm reading everywhere. I'm reading on Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Reading Entertainment is my website. Reading Entertainment is another one of my YouTube things that you can go to. They, it all has the same content. Um, and you can find Reading Podcast uh, on the Reading Entertainment site. You can also find Reading Podcast in the links below for iTunes and Google. You can press the subscribe button. And once you do that, it'll be downloaded to all your Apple devices or Google devices that you have set up for it to download to. So thank you both for being here next week or being here this week and potentially next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.